Hi, and welcome to another episode of Weenie Wednesdays. Wednesdays. I'm one of your hosts, Jared. And I'm your other host, Ashley. And today we have a great uh, lineup, you know, for the episode. We got a great response from our pilot episode. So <laughs> over the past two months, we've really been planning. <laughs> um, not to expose <laughs> us like that. Well, well, you know, we really did. We talked about exactly what we want our next episodes to be about. We've done yeah. some research, especially for this episode. And we're really excited to share what we found. So, yeah, so this topic is very, very close to mine and Jared's hearts. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to be talking about standardized testing and more importantly, Pearson. Mm -hmm. So let's get right into that. Would you like to start or would you like me to start? You know, I think you've had um, a very personal experience recently, (laughs) and I think that it'd be really helpful if you explained that to our viewers. All right, first of all, without exposing myself too much, but basically I just had to take the GRE. Um, No, it did not go very well because that was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life for no reason. Um, And then it's also really discouraging when I sit here in all these education classes because I'm in school to be a teacher and I just learn about how standardized testing is literally so detrimental to a student's like academic success and like mental health and yet I'm here in education taking a million of these standardized tests that I'm taught that are like really bad so that doesn't make any sense to me um so yeah I just had to take the GRE I don't really want to expose my school too much but my program is a mess and they told me to take the GRE which is fine okay but they want the GRE for teacher prep which why it's my biggest question right um because you're already in the in the school right then you got accepted years ago teacher prep like why for teacher prep right exactly that doesn't make sense especially when the people who um are doing the bachelor's program don't need the gre for teacher prep so that's disrespectful and um oh gosh what was i gonna say oh so they said that i have to have minimum passing scores Okay, okay, sure. But then two other places on their website said that they look at scores holistically. So I just want to know what the accurate um, requirement is. Right, because those two things don't coincide with each other. Those conflict right. 100%. 100%. And, you know, that test literally, I'm sorry, like I'm just going to be blunt, that test was so <laughs> dumb. Like, it literally does not test anything. So what's the point? Right. So that was the GRE, right? Who administers the GRE? So we're about to get into a web, okay? Because this is literally, like, so much secret. Like, it's not secret nothing. I mean, it's all on on the internet. But at the same time, I low-key feel like they'd be trying to sneaky sneak stuff. Yeah, because it's all a scam. Right, exactly. So... The GRE is administered by ETS. Pearson, uh, we'll get to them in a minute because I hate Pearson. I loathe entirely Pearson. (laughs) But ETS is its own devil. It stands for Educational Testing Service. Okay? So they administer several tests. The GRE, the HiSET, the Praxis, the TOEFL, and the TOEIC. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, 
well, apparently the TOEIC is the global standard for assessing English language proficiency for the workplace. So mm-hmm. the big ones out of there are definitely the GRE and the Praxis. Okay. You know, I'm surprised my stupid program isn't making me take the TOEIC. <laughs> I'm surprised they're not making me take the TOEFL. Um, but basically the practice, if you didn't know, and the GRE, um, are very common tests, um, for, uh, colleges, um, especially grad school. Um, so for example, for my teaching degree, um, I had to take the Praxis one and get a passing score on the math and then the English part. Or I had to get qualifying SAT scores, which we'll get to SAT and College Board in a minute. Um, So just imagine that whole fee, okay? Because these tests are not free. Oh, no, they're not. And if you fail it, (laughs) teardrops on your guitar because... (laughs) You're going to have to pay it again. There's no refund. There's no, okay, let me take, let you take it again. The core, the practice core cost $90.00. Per test, not for all of them. So you got to take reading and math. That's $180 if you take them separately. If you do a combined test, you know, they have a specific combined test that has reading, writing, and math, but it's a four and a half hour exam. It's $150. So you do get a discount. So is the $90 like including the testing fee, like the, the fees and everything? Um, I'm not sure. All I know, I just see on the website that it says 90. I've, I've lost count. I've lost track of how much it costs. And we're only talking about the Praxis 1. So right. that's that's entrance into getting our degree, right? So before we can even teach in a school, we have to do this, okay? And yeah. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. And that's not including the testing fees, I think. Like, the fees are also, like, so expensive in itself. Right. Like, the VCLA, the processing fee, the whatever fee was mm-hmm. literally $50 in itself. Right. Oh, like, yep. That's ridiculous. Yep. So... After the Praxis 1, okay, you need to take Praxis 2 later on. And basically, the Praxis 2, it's a subject test. And it basically says, okay, you spent four years in college. Do you actually know what you're talking about? So for me, I had to take the music exam. How much do you think a Praxis 2 music exam would cost? Um, 180. It was 120. So yeah, pretty close. And it covers literally everything it asked me questions i'm not allowed to disclose any information but i'll just talk about what the study guide the official study guide said it'll ask you questions about um composers from um you know the school of notre dame um you know like leonin and Periton and and you're like um lol what and then you're like michaud and you're like okay lol and then it goes all the way to schoenberg and and you know all these very avant-garde and, you know, um, serialism composers, atonal music. So it's, it's all over the place. And then it'll ask you questions about what's the fingering for the clarinet. So it's so much stuff and it's so stressful. And it's like, if you don't pass this test, then you can't get your teaching license right. and right. you can't do student teaching. So it's very stressful. So we've already had $150 for Praxis 1. Add that to a hundred and. $20 for the Praxis 2, and we're already at $270. And that's if you pass the first time. Exactly. Exactly. So I've literally spent, so we, for my program, 
not music education like Jared, but just elementary education, we were requir required to take the Praxis 1, um, which was just the core math, um, and I failed it twice. I'll be open with that. Um, I failed it by one question both times, so that's really frustrating for me. I cried. It's fine. Um, so I failed that twice, and then, of course, education is always changing. And so my program is always changing, and now it's not required for my program at all. So I just wasted $200, period, point blank, boom. Like, just out $200 because of that stupid test um, that I don't even need anymore, which isn't Pierce, whatever, ETS, Pearson, whatever, their fault. It's not their fault that VCU got rid of it, but, like, you know, it's still frustrating. Um, so, yeah, and then on the topic of money, well... Actually, I'll let you go ahead, Jared. I'll wait till we start talking about the GRE and how much that costs. Yeah, yeah. So we're not even at grad school yet. Like, that's crazy. Like, there's so many steps. So say, for instance, we, you know, there's the option where you can either take the Praxis 1 or you can have qualifying SAT scores. So basically... Which isn't fair. Right. If you basically tested high enough when you were in high school with the SAT, you don't have to take this test. Okay, great. I'll tell you that in high school. That, Right, right. So say you're like, okay, that's great. Now we don't have to go through ETS. Well, <laughs> you would be sadly mistaken because on their own website, the question is, what is ETS's relationship to the college board? And it says the college board sponsors the, their test, you know, the SAT, the AP exams and the CLEP exams, but ETS develops and administers these tests on behalf of the college board they write the or the test questions and they administer them for college board but then that makes literally every single test the same right so why are we taking the same test literally like five times like literally five times right why is a company why do they have a monopoly on all tests that determine our future? ETS has its hands in everything from getting into college to getting into student teaching to getting your license. It's everywhere. And that's just ETS. So let's talk about um, – do you want to talk about the VCLA real quick before we talk about the GRE? Um, so the VCLA, that wasn't that bad. Like that wasn't bad at all. Um, but again, like I'm an English person, so it was pretty easy for me um, – so I don't, I didn't have a problem with that one, but once again, it's the same exact thing that you do on the SAT. Like it's the same exact thing. So like, I understand maybe requiring the VCLA, even though I don't agree with standardized testing at all, but it's just an English test. So you do like reading comprehension, like writing. Um, and yeah, it, 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 that one wasn't really that bad, but again, it's, it was like $180 for that test. Mm -hmm. Or like 130 for that test, so. Yeah. Well, do you know who owns, well, owns, I would say administers and creates the VCLA? ETS? Pearson. Okay, I keep getting them wrong every single time. No, it's okay. <laughs> I shouldn't be quizzing you like that. I'm putting you on the spot. But basically, like, Pearson, on, Pearson is the other group that I think has a monopoly on everything. You know, Pearson, if you have a textbook, it's probably written by Pearson. They mark up their books to incredible amounts, even if it's an online textbook and it's on there. So some of their, you know, publishing imprints are Sam's Publishing, you may know, um, IBM Press, you may know. Um, they are the people who own My Math Lab. 
Um, so the online things that literally every college uses in its math classes, um, Prentice Hall it owns. Um, I don't know if you know this. Do you remember the game called Pop Tropica that we used to oh, play? Yeah. They own that. And that's why I don't play it anymore. You know who administers the Virginia Standards of Learning or SOL tests? Pearson. 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 Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Pearson using their platform. Mm-hmm. school for every single student out there, mm-hmm. so they need to go. No facts. No facts, but... They start ruining us at third freaking grade. Third grade. Mm-hmm. We start testing in SOLs, and that's when literally school starts going downhill. And that's why I refuse to teach anything higher than second grade until Jared and I take over the system and literally get rid of standardized testing forever. You know, and it, it's so hard because these companies are so established, you know, and they're going to come for us. They 100% are going to come for us. They're probably going to yeah, see we'll this podcast and be like, all right, we're going to poison his next textbook. We're going to make sure that his test crashes when he's uh, no, trying literally. to take. <laughs> oh, Ashley's taking the, um, what do I have to take next? Oh, Ashley's taking the practice too. Fail her. Don't let her take it. <laughs> Denied. Cut the Wi-Fi out. No, literally. <laughs> They'll shut down the power in my whole neighborhood if they have to. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, I haven't, I didn't talk about this, but I want to talk about my experience. You know, these tests yes. in cause so much stress because they're so expensive and they're so um right and then we're going to come out of this and right. not even get paid anything but no, exactly that's a period story, no, but. no no that's facts and that's the facts and it's like you have you, you we spend so much time learning all this stuff and it's like it's you have a two-hour test and it's make it or break it sometimes students are like this is your last chance to do it if you don't pass it you have to change your major if you don't pass this you cannot become a teacher anymore bye-bye so I walk into my Praxis 2 exam. Uh, I recently broken my foot and I had a boot cast on. Okay. I roll up there during the pandemic. Okay. First of all, why are we still making people take standardized tests during a pandemic? Yeah, I don't know why they made you go when I took mine online. Right. And mine was during the summer. So it, coronavirus was still relatively new. Um, and I rolled up to there and they said, hmm, okay. Um, I'm gonna need you to lift up your pants. Uh, I'm gonna need you to take your pocket and pull it out. Oh, that pocket doesn't mm-hmm. come out. I'm gonna need to see inside that pocket. I was like, oh my gosh. They said, take your glasses off and show me. They asked me to take my boot off. No, they didn't. They shorted. I said, um, okay. Test answers in there, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> if I was that pressed about it but i don't even know why why they make me do all that because they have cameras in that room they be monitoring me through the glass window it's like can i take my test in peace please like that's part of the problem with it all the pressure sorry no you're fine and i get anxiety from that no i totally agree and, and what makes me so frustrated is that that was the practice. When I took the VCLA, they made me wear gloves. <laughs> I mean, in the other test, yes, I had to wear a mask, obviously, because there were other people. I'm not mad about that. But they made me wear gloves for a, I think it was like a two or three hour exam where I had to type an essay. Two essays. Come on now. Come on now. Have you ever tried uh, typing an essay in rubber gloves? I'm going to tell you it don't work. I'm going to tell you it don't work. It, that is awful. It was horrible. It was so bad. 
And then they make you stress because you take the test and even though some of them are multiple choice, why does it take them two, three weeks to give you your test report? No, literally. It takes them like two to three weeks to sit there and look at your essay. Like Right. And some tests there is no essay. Thing. Oh wait, on which one? Um the praxis sometimes yeah, on the praxis too, there is no essay. But you know what they said? They said, Okay, um, we have an unofficial score, but hee hee, my change. And then the VCLA, for example, it's like, ooh, you have a percentage, but ooh, we're not going to give you a score score. Oh, yeah, that stressed me out. I mean, I got good percentages, so I knew I was fine. But, like, why not just give me, like, an unofficial score like the Praxis does? Then I can go home with some peace of mind and not stress for two weeks. Right. And if you try to look up. You know, like for me, I was like, okay, I got a 91% on this and a 97% on the on the whatever because there's like subsections. I was like, what does that translate to in points? They hide that. They hide the conversions. You know, like the SAT, they have that out there. It's like, obviously it varies from test to test, but it's like normally if you get this many questions right, you'll get a 720. Okay, cool. Right. But yeah. other tests, like the Praxis, Praxis 2, VCLA, they're like, uh-uh, you are not getting a score sheet. No, uh, literally. Literally. Okay, so I will say, when I was studying for the Praxis 1, when I did have to take it, I, like, you know, bought from their website, I bought the practice tests, right? And I did them, did the practice test, and it gave me, like, a number. And then it literally, I was trying to figure out how that would translate over and see what score I would get on the Praxis based on that score. Right. So I emailed the people. I was like, how do, how do I convert this? Like, how do I know what, like, this is? The guy literally came back and said to me, there's no relationship between them. It's just that, like, th like, you can't figure that out. And I was like, then why did I spend all my money, like, $50 getting this stupid practice test and not even know if it's going to help me? Right. They just want to keep it secret. It is a scam because they want your money. They want you to fail. It's a business. But that that's what I don't understand. If we are having colleges... And universities, all right, make us take these tests. Why don't they administer their own tests for free right. 99 if we're already paying so many fees and so much for tuition, okay? And then I can understand if they're like, oh, it's the state requirement for you to get your license. All right, Virginia, school, uh, Department of Education. I said School of Education, hello. Department of Education, you administer so many SOL tests that were literally, some of them were almost the same in difficulty as some of these tests like the vcla come on now why couldn't i have just taken my sol scores and translated them or why couldn't i have taken their own state test if the state is making me take a test for a licensure like my to get my license in that state why don't they make me take a test buy them for free 99 if they're all like oh we have a shortage of teachers maybe make it equitable and accessible for people to become a teacher you know i was about to say because i think that that whole thing like oh we have a shortage of teachers first of all i believe it but also at the same time that's a load of crap excuse because like you're still making it so hard for people to graduate and be teachers and that's why you have a shortage of teachers so don't sit here and throw that at us because that's not a good excuse. Like, that's not a good, like, reason, I guess, if that makes sense. Because you're, they still make it so hard. I've literally sat here, and I love teaching. I love working with kids. And I've literally sat here multiple times since freshman year and thought about changing my major because I cannot deal with this. Right. And on the topic of money, I, like, talked to this girl that's in my major 
And, um, you know, we talk about this, like Jared and I are talking about it now. And literally she told me, so she decided she wanted to switch programs. She wanted to switch to the bachelor's instead of the master's. And she told me that, and and she had already signed up for the GRE. So she was going to cancel that. So she canceled it. But since she canceled four days before her test, they only gave her half of her money back. Like, which doesn't make sense. You didn't print any resources. It's an online test, right? Right. So why do you need my money? That's what I also don't understand. Why is an online test so expensive? Right. And like, also like, why, why only give half of her money back when she like four days before when literally, if you can give all of her money back at some point, then you should always be able to give her all of her money back. Like there should always be a full refund. I don't care. Right. Like four days. It'd be different if it was like 24 hours, maybe. Right. Maybe. It's just wrong. Maybe it literally just all of this just makes me so upset because there's literally nothing we can do about it. Right. All we can do is complain about it. And like, that's not enough. Right. And like, and the thing is a lot of people are going through this and this is not being talked about enough in like school systems, like education programs, like everybody is struggling and especially, I'm sorry, and I don't want to make this an excuse, and I know this isn't a good excuse for me, but, like, I just feel like our generation is not good at taking tests. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, because, you know, we're evolving as people, we're evolving as students, like, we're just evolving as a world, so, like, the education system needs to evolve with it. Right. So, that's just my opinion. Right. So, we've talked about, at least for me, me, um, for my degree, I needed to have Praxis one. VCLA, Praxis 2. That's a total of, I didn't say the price of the VCLA, $130 for $80 for both tests and then a $50 processing fee. Interesting because it's a computer. So isn't it automated? $50 for automation. Okay. 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 So in total, $150, $120, $130, we're at $400 for tests, for tests for my licensure that I'm not even guaranteed to pass right so right go ahead go ahead go ahead nope you go you go well i was just gonna say all of that and then there's still more requirements so i just want to this is going to be a side tangent really quickly but one of the other requirements that we need for you know student teaching and our licensure is we need to take a tuberculosis test (laughs) and okay i have health insurance so that's great Go me. Um, but this is just a little story um, of the things that I do for education. I almost died. I almost died. And I publicly humiliated myself to become a teacher. So basically what happened was I was going to the hospital. Um, note that I went to a military hospital. Um, that, that you are, you know, already messed up when I went to a military hospital. Um, and I had recently broken my foot. So I was like, okay, let me kill two birds with one stone. Let me get my foot checked out. Um, let me get, you know, my x-rays done. Let me get that bandaged up. And then let me get my tuberculosis test. Okay. Mm-hmm. Th- again, during COVID. So I had to wear a mask the whole time. Hospital, kind of scurry. Um, but we were there. Uh, tell me why I got this tuberculosis test. She shot that stuff into my arm. I said, ooh. And she was like, you feel good? I was like, yeah, I feel good. And I was walking with my boot. I was booting around, you know, like squeak, squeak, squeak. That's exactly what it sounded like. And I was like, LOL, okay. But I'm walking and walking. And of course, 
This hospital was the longest freaking hospital in the freaking world. They have a little sky box. I don't know what that's called. That's not what it's called. It's like a catwalk. That ain't the word either. But basically, it's like you can see out into the into the world. There's windows. Someone's yeah. going to roast me because they know the right term and oh, I like don't. The, like the bridge with all the windows? Yes, a walkway. Both sides of the, hall, the yep. hospital? That's exactly it. I know what you're talking about. Uh, thank you. So basically, <laughs> I'm walking there and I was like, oh, I don't really feel good. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, God, oh, God, here it is. And I was like, I, I went over to the side, and there was like a nice little railing there. And I was like, <laughs> and then I started seeing stars, and I was like, uh-oh, here we go, here we go. And I was already leaning, and then I crouched all the way to the ground, and I was like, uh-oh, we're going down. And then people started looking at me. They were like, oh, my God, what's happening to him? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing, but it gets worse because people are like, do you need me to get the yeoman? I don't know what that is. <laughs> don't get the yeoman <laughs> or the corpsman, whatever it was. I do not know what word they were saying, but basically I was like, oh, help me, please. And then, um, uh, basically someone was like do you want me to get you water i was like oh, yes please and they were like they they went up to the the little counter and they were taking their sweet time and then they came back and they're like do you want ice i was like i don't care just give me the water and then i was like oh, oh. and they were like uh i gotta go and i was like okay thanks and then people were looking at me because you know corona because people were like, oh, my, oh, he passing out. Oh, he can't he breathe. Corona. Exactly. I was like, no, 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 no. I just got something shot into my arm, tuberculosis. And uh, <laughs> so I literally got into my car and I was like, oh, my gosh, I almost died for these children, children of the future. So just know that that's an additional requirement you're going to have to. So if you're thinking about becoming a teacher, just know that one day you won't get shot up um, and you may not be ready for it because I wasn't. That's, it's so bad. You said, go get shot up. Okay, that maybe might have sounded bad, but I meant like they, whatever needle they put in me. Oh my God. But also, you know, speaking of, uh, this is a side tangent from education and I just, I'm, I'm ranting at this point. But you know, um, when I went to, you know, get my stuff done, they were like, all right, uh, so what type of, because when they were giving me the shot, I guess apparently they needed to put in the system uh, for one of their initiatives, um, how, do this, how does the person communicate and learn best so that we'll explain directions to them that way? And I was like, they were like, oh, so what uh, learning style do you prefer? And I was like, oh, you know, we talked about this in my education class. There's kinesthetic, auditory, visual. And she was looking at me like, did I ask? And then I was like, and she cut me off. And I was like, ooh. I mean, as a music major, I prefer auditory. And she was like, okay. And I was like, ooh. And then a couple, you know, moments went by and she was like, what's your parents' social security number? I said, how would you know that? Well, apparently I needed to know that because my insurance needs that because that's the policy number or something. But I was like, um, I don't know. Well, you're not just going to have your parents' social security number sitting in your wallet. Right. And nor would I have it in my memory. Right. So, I would have said, hold on. Because I'm not giving my child my social security number. Oh, absolutely not. Even if I trust them, you know what I'm saying? That's I call a my mom and say, Mom, you can have to talk to my doctor because she's asking me weird <laughs> questions. So I was like, well, because I, I've heard, you know, my parents say it over the phone a lot of times. I was like, I can give you the last four. Oh, my God. And she was like, mm, 
No. Let me just find it on my own. I said, okay, first of all, if you could have found it on your own, why'd you ask me? I was about to say, <laughs> what person knows somebody else's social security number unless you're my mother and then she probably knows mine. Right, 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 right. And uh, so just know, teachers as well, if you have the insurance that I do, you're going to have to be asked a bunch of questions about information that you do not know. <laughs> so just know that you're going to be going through a lot of hoops, a lot of hoops with testing, with uh, almost dying in public, um, with so many things. So many well, so things. let me tell you about my requirements to get my license. Absolutely. My Talk about that to us. Licensure. Is that right? Did I say it right? You got it. Yeah, for your licensure, okay. for your license, getting your license. Licensure. Yeah. Okay, so I have to take, and this is, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to include the SAT because I needed to take that to get into college. Factual, yep. So we start with the SAT, okay? And then the Praxis 1 was required. It is no longer required, but I took it twice, so I'm going to continue to count that. Praxis one, the VCLA, the GRE, if you go to grad school, okay, I'm at four tests, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you get into grad school, then you have to take the Praxis two and the RVE. I am at six tests, six tests that are literally the exact same, the exact same. They test the exact same thing, but some of them are harder. Like the GRE was impossible. Sorry, I'm just gonna, it, it really was impossible for me. Um, and the RVE is reading and writing. Reader, wait, what is it? Um, reading for Virginia educators, I think. Um, but how is that different that. than the VCLA? It's, not, it's literally not. That's what I'm saying. Like, they are literally the same exact tests. These same exact tests. And the SAT was basically the GRE, just like a lot easier. So, like, why do I have to take the same test six different times? Six different times. Well, but you know, that's why it's so hard for people to get te a teaching license in Virginia. Right. I just wanted to comment on something that you stated. Um, the tests are hard because I remember you showing me a question where it was like, solve the problem, but there was no f of x, there was no y is equal to. They just purposely tried to confuse you with. Quarter note equals blank. Yes. Square root squiggly sign equal. Bro, oh why are we doing that? It was a composite question, I think, like the f of g of x or something. But they said the square root of the quarter note squiggly. I'm like, what? No, literally. And then everything that I practiced in my book, I'm trying to like say this without giving, like without saying anything bad. But everything that I practiced in my book, like all of the practice questions, literally not not the same at all as what was on the test not the same so i literally took that test and i was shocked at how the questions were worded because the book that i got Kapl at kaplan you suck because that was the worst book i've ever like like bought in my whole life to study from don't buy the kaplan gre gre study book if you have to get it because <laughs> it did not help at all um kaplan don't come for me because i'm just being honest actually my gre book said mm, High score guaranteed. If not, you can send it back. Are you so sending I'm it back? Send it back <laughs> because that's awful. Right. Well, I just wanted to come in here and say I just looked up the RVE test. 
Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to do a test question with me? I don't know the answer yet. We'll do it together. You ready? Um, no, because I'm about to expose myself. Like I'm about to expose wrong. myself, so it's okay. It says, a second grade teacher uses an assessment tool for coding, scoring, and analyzing a student's oral reading behavior. Which of the following best describes the technique? Is it A, shared reading, B, reader's conference, C, process interview, or D, running record? Oh my god. Literally, I hope I learned this in in my master's program because I don't even know what any of those were. Like I my none of my classes have ever have ever talked about that. But if I were to make an educated guess I can say the choices again. Please. Shared reading, readers conference, process interview, or running record. Okay, can you read the question again? I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. It says a second grade teacher uses an assessment tool for coding, scoring, and analyzing a student's oral behavior reading behavior which of the following best describes the technique you're okay, looking for I'm... an assessment tool for coding scoring and analyzing a student's oral reading behavior and one of them was a processing a process what? interview readers conference shared reading or running record it is d running record and this comes okay. directly from the praxis study companion um this is for educational purposes only so we are not violating copyright okay um, we're not making a profit on this. This is just for educational purposes. We're talking about education. Um, but it says D is the correct answer. A running record is described in the scenario. Oh, okay. uh, well, thanks for nothing. It says... No, literally. That literally was not helpful. But basically, um, the, the RVE, it, I think it relates to teaching, reading. Yeah, but that's not something me, I've ever learned. No, me neither. That is not something I've learned this far in my education. But also my degree doesn't cover well true yeah true. but that's how like the praxis two i heard is it's more like mm-hmm. okay so application based yeah what they did so what teaching strategy is this or something yep. weird like that yep which is like fine but like okay i have not learned anything all yeah. i'm learning now is how to teach writing skills which might be helpful so maybe i should pay attention a little bit more but I, my professor sucks um let me yeah. get into that well <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what the Praxis 2 for me was. It'll be like, your choir is having this issue. How do you fix it? Or little Johnny is doing something wrong with his clarinet. What will you say to fix it? Those better not be um, vague like answers because I can sit here and fight for it. Like, because in my Spanish class, they literally, oh God, this is like off on a tangent, but this made me so mad. So it was literally basically like you had to drag items into three categories. Mm-hmm. online learning in-person mm-hmm. learning or both right okay so i i basically put literally everything into both and they told me it was wrong and i said you cannot tell me that i do not use my laptop in both of those i use my laptop in in-person classes and virtual classes they also told me i don't use a pen in um virtual classes so i was like okay that's stupid so it better not be questions like that where i'm like okay all of these could work Cause I hate that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, they're like, Oh, well, how do you fix this in the classroom? And it's like, okay, well, that's my opinion. Just kidding. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what it's like. I haven't taken it yet. <laughs> well, you said you, you said you submitted a ticket, right? A support ticket for that question. Maybe I'm oh, making that I up. I did. Yeah. Yeah. For my Spanish class. Yeah. 
Yeah, I literally messaged them. I said, I pulled a Karen, but I literally said, you can't tell me that I don't use a notebook, a pen, a computer. Um, what else was it? Or, or a discussion forum in like one of those like categories. Cause I definitely use all of those in both. Right. And so. did they, um, did they ever respond to you and like give you your points back? Well, it was one of those things where you can take it as many times as you want, but I was just like, that's stupid. Like, you still, right. like, should fix that. But it was just right. annoying, and I was bored, so I just caused problems. <laughs> but um, We love that. That's not true. I'm not I'm not like that. But I messaged them, and I was just like, you should, like, probably, like, think about this question differently. And then they were like, we'll send it to our editorial team. They're not going to do anything, but, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> be how it be. It really do be how it be. Um let's just say that well let's 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 transition really quick to um online school say for instance okay to, well let me just say this I, i'm stumbling on my words because i'm trying to figure out how to word this question positively do you think we're going to be online or in person next semester um probably online yeah do you think that's do well is that what you hope happens or do you think that's what will happen? Well, okay. Well, both. <laughs> like, I honestly, I don't like online classes, but at the same time, like, I like being in person. I like the social aspect of being able to be around people and be around my friends. Right. Um, and, like, living at school is fun, but, and, like, then being able to do things. But personally, it kind of scares me. I don't want to be around people. I don't want to wear a mask in class if I'm sitting there for, like, four hours. If it, if it was my screenwriting class, which is four hours, like... Or three hours, sorry. Three hours? Yeah. Super long. Like three hours. Yeah, like that's going to be rough. But um, I hope for me, it, it's hard because like I see like working with my students who are in like elementary school, how online te- like virtual learning is not easy for them. So it like makes me sad that they have to do that and like be online. So I want it to change for them. But at the same time, I'm capable of doing online classes so selfishly, like whatever, like I don't care, but um, I definitely don't mind online classes like I used to. Like I used to hate them. Like I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. But, and, it, and it still sucks because like I was saying, my teaching of writing skills um, professor, we don't have a Zoom meeting and we totally should. So mm-hmm. number one, I'm not learning anything. Number two, she has us turn everything in in a google drive folder that we share with her i've had a class like that that's stupid like i don't i have not known what is actually what has actually been due since the beginning of the semester and i just put random things in there yeah i've noticed that back in the day i used to avoid any online class because back in the day before coronavirus online classes there was no zoom call there was no google meets it was you have a bunch of busy work assignments you never uh contact the professor and it's you horrible. Make everything up. Right. right. And it's a bunch of random discussion boards. Okay. Now they've added the Zoom component, which I think really does help the process. Yeah, Because um, that face-to-face conversation helps. Um, They're still teaching and it still gives them a way to yes. te- like actually teach. Absolutely. You know, but I did have a class that had that shared Google folder, you know, and, it, so and it was you have to submit your document by 11.59 and you cannot make edits after that and i will check the time stamps on each document well someone in my class um because the way that we get graded is the teacher the professor would go in and make comments on our google doc 
they went in and checked to see if there were any comments. There were not. But when exiting out of the document, accidentally clicked the <gasps> space bar. No. Did not change anything. Did not add anything. But Google counted it as an edit. Right. And they got a zero. <gasps> no, I would have gone off. That professor would have been getting billions and billions of emails from me. That sucks. Crazy. My, my professor doesn't do that, though. Like, she doesn't comment on anything. I don't even know what grade I have in that class because she has not graded anything thus far in this semester. So I'm just, like, real confused. Like, I don't like that. And it's one of my education classes, and I like writing. Like, I'm a writer, so I was, like, wanted to enjoy this class. I was looking forward to it. And it's just that didn't happen for me. <laughs> Also, one thing that geeks me about online classes now is that professors will literally say, okay, print this out. You, who has the ink? Who has oh the gosh, printer? I haven't gotten that yet. I feel like every, every student that I know says, oop, my printer's been broken. My printer has been broken and I am not spending the ink. We're going to do it online. Okay. So for example, one of my education classes, good class. Okay. But the, the, the statement was, Print everyone's document and mm -mm. write comments on that and scan no. it as a PDF. You know what I did? Well, during quarantine, I, back in, you know, beginning of coronavirus, during the mm -hmm. government lockdown, shutdown, clink, clink, um, basically, I went to this website, I think it's called Calligrapher, and it prints out a little grid. Okay, and you write every letter, upper, uh, every letter, uppercase, lowercase, you know, periods, dashes, squiggles, stuff like that, and it converts it into a font that looks like yeah. your handwriting. So basically, I finessed the system. I said, I'm gonna make it look like I actually wrote it because I am not printing that out. Absolutely not. And I like tilted it so it didn't look like straight, like it was in columns, you know, like a text box. I said, let me like rotate it five degrees this way, seven degrees this way. It looks great. <laughs> It looks so good. Um, and I finished the system. Sure did. So, yeah. That's think, ridiculous. work smarter, not harder. Yeah. They don't. They have not even expected that of us in my writing classes where we literally used to have to print 15 copies, right. distribute it, like right. print 15 copies of your poems, print 15 copies of your short stories. Right. So, my thing Thank is, God, I don't have to do that now with my screenwriting class. That would have been a lot of pages. Well, do you use Google Docs or um, like comments, or do you use Word? Um, you know, the track changes, comments, stuff like that. Um, so everybody does something different on um in my screenwriting class. That's basically what, whatever your preference is, whatever is easiest for you, kind of. Yeah. So I use Word if they give it to me as a Word document. If they don't, then I just type comments into Word. Right. Um, and then email it back to them. Yeah. Um, for our my poetry class, we just add our comments in the discussion board where we post our poem. That's good. So, but it, it I, I mean, I guess it's nice. But I mean, I like handwriting stuff too, so that sucks. But uh, you know, online classes are just so much. And you know, what we talked about is education as a whole is so much. Right. There's so much that has to be done to become a teacher. Right, and sometimes I think it's not worth it. Other times I'm like, this is only what, like this is the only thing I want to do. But right. you know, we're pushing through. To end on a positive note, though, I will say that 
it is worth it at the end of the day. I love my job. I love my students that I get to work with. This really is the only thing that I see myself doing aside from, you know, being a best-selling author. Um, but I'll promote myself <laughs> later. Um, so yeah, I do like it. I just wish that changes would be made. And I think that's something that a lot of people can like agree on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that my last note and on a, like a positive note would be that always look forward. If you're, you know, a future educator, look forward in your mind, imagine that one future student whose life you're going to change who you're going to impact positively, who has always needed someone like you to be in their life. Right. Think about your future classroom. Kids. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then I think that when I'm down and out about life and classes and the stress and the homework and the assignments and the teacher this, teacher that, test this, test that, it really puts it into perspective. And it, it really is helpful. And they look up to you. So that's... They do. They really do. Yeah. Well, follow us on Instagram at Weenie Wednesdays podcast. Weenie Wednesdays, plural, not singular. Feel, um, feel free to ask us questions in the DMs on any of the social media platforms that we have that you're following us on. And we will make sure to answer those questions in our right. next podcast. Yep. And we are on Twitter as well. So Instagram, Twitter, same handle, Weenie Wednesdays podcast. Mm -hmm. Um follow us give us some questions and we will see you next time bye bye